buying and selling real estate, it can be a tough business to navigate. Sounds like you need some friends in the know. For instance, two longtime Twin Ports real estate professionals who know the ins and outs of the market. This is the Twin Ports Real Estate Show. Hey, good afternoon and welcome to the Twin Ports Real Estate Show. Jim Ronning, Gary Callagher here on this Saturday as we have been for 11 years now, Gary. Oh, it's more than that. 2008, Jim. So oh, we're uh, 12, 14, 14. We've passed our 14 year anniversary of the Twin Ports Real Estate Show uh, right here on KDL 610 AM. And uh, uh, time goes by so quick. I mean, I do. Yeah. I remember when we just started this show and we were up at the old studio and we used to uh, meet there every Saturday and do this show live. Right. And uh, uh, you remember some of our producers that we had, you know, Shaggy. Is obviously the, the biggest right. one, but uh, um, you know we started that show at the start of the housing recession. Yeah, one, one of our producers we, is a, was a was a local. Um, after she got out of college, she was a um, a, a, a local a reporter. I a, remember that she was. Well, she I hosted she the news. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Uh, she was there for a while, and. Uh, um, but uh, yeah, we became quite a resource back then for this housing struggle. It just it, it started at the right time, and boy, that was you know basically four to four and a half years of that housing recession that we were on the air in the early days. You know, meeting live every Saturday up there from twelve to one, right. and um, uh, so it's been quite a quite a wild ride on the Twin Ports Real Estate Show. Yes, it has. And when you think of some of the 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 stories that we've done, some of the some of the uh, uh, highlights of the real estate uh, industry that we've done with, obviously starting out with the housing recession, Jim, to me is always going to be at the top because that was that was the story, and it was the story for several years, you know. But I think as we moved through that and past that, I think the next big wave of stories that we dealt with was the new platforms and the real estate technology and how uh, technology has um, advanced the ability for people to to shop virtually and i think that that was a real big movement the internet and, and real estate and and how that changed a lot of stuff that we did and, and so i think that that as we moved into that phase of of uh, what we what we did i mean th- those those were some of the the bigger stories that that we dealt with and then obviously uh we moved into uh covid and that was a story you know in itself you know and then the historic interest rates i think have been really the you know one of the most recent issues that we've done the historic low interest rates uh and now getting back into them you know as as we come full circle and 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 this historic market that we've been in it's certainly going to be at the top of the list jim as we move into the future um, you know, when it comes to the real estate industry, when we look back and we when we try to think of of the top of mind stories, you know, the the housing recession is is always going to be at the top. But I think that this historic housing uh, uh, that we've been in, in terms of the activity and the interest rates and the the amount of homes and the prices and those types of things, that's always going to be, in my opinion, one of the top stories as well. Right. Yeah. And I, um, you know, when you look at it like you've explained it, it's like a real roller coaster ride, isn't it? Well, it's it's a never-ending, um, uh, topsy-turvy real uh, world of real estate that we exist in, and uh, 
it's it's always it's it's got to be one of the most interesting um, uh, uh, topics for people to discuss because everybody is involved in it, quite frankly, or everybody wants to be involved with it. It's always been the dream of people to own their own home, and so I think that there's always that. Um, excitement about it and then and then you you throw into the all the uh, twists and turns and and everything associated with the real estate industry it makes for very good conversation well gary let me ask you a question um how do you think we'd do if we had to go back the to uh pre-technology real estate i've gotten quite used to um the uh the, the way that we do it today and not having to search and run down people for signatures or initials or deliver a counter offer in person or an offer in person. And I mean, it used to be such a wild, different world. Um, we'd be out showing houses. Nobody can get a hold of you because, you know, maybe you've got a pager, maybe you don't. I mean, wow, we go back a long ways. I listen, I, it would be a very difficult thing, but I think you, you obviously having been through there, I think it would be a lot more difficult for a lot of the newer age agents because they, this is all that they know. And, and the, uh, yeah. Uh, the wireless. Uh, Gary, it would go back to know, advantage what... us. <laughs> advantage old guys uh, in old real school. estate. We go back old school. Yeah. Um, oh, well. But, um, uh, you know, when you do think back to those days, some of it was um, uh, labor intensive. I mean, what else can you say? And, and like you say, just the fact of not being able to get a hold of somebody right now. Um, right. I think would probably be one of the biggest challenges that we would have to deal with because we've become such a, uh, a communication oriented society and we're, we're that you can get a hold of anybody instantly. Uh, and so having to, to go backwards and, and not have that, I think that that would probably be one of the bigger challenges. Right. Yeah, I, I agree. Well, let's let's uh, let's transition back to today's world and um, let, let's talk about interest rates because um, it's been kind of a nice surprise for real estate. You know what interest rates are doing. You know, coming down a little bit. Well, you know this mortgage interest rate market has certainly shifted, and it's shifted in a in a positive way, and so that that. In itself is 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 very good. Um, although the thirty-year term on the FHA mortgages, Jim, they're still sitting over six and a half percent. They're currently at six point six two five percent, and so they really haven't come down too much. But the biggest drop that we've seen in the mortgage interest rates, obviously, are in the uh, conventional loans. The thirty-year term currently sits at five point eight seven five, and. And there was, a, there was an article um, uh, posted earlier this week on Housing Wire, uh, one, of, one of the great real estate sites. And it, uh, uh, it, they interviewed Lawrence Yoon, which is the uh, chief economist for uh, National Association of Realtors. And one of the things that he said in there was that this 10-year yield uh, in the bond market has dropped substantially to where it peaked out at. And he said, so there's still room for further drops in, in the mortgage interest rates. And he believes that the mortgage interest rates will probably stabilize into in 2023, probably somewhere in the five and a half to 5.7 range. Is that, is that, is, that's where we'll see them. However, he's also said that there, 
it wouldn't surprise him if it dropped a little bit lower. And so, uh, you know, hearing that is, is, is very good news, um, to, um, uh, to, to a couple things. First of all, buying a home is certainly going to be a lot more affordable, but the big thing, Jim, and I think we're going to see this as we get into next spring, the refinance market's just going to really heat up again. Yeah. And I think that that's one of the things that really took a hit as you got into last May, uh, April, May, when, when these interest rates really took off, you know, earlier this year, um, you just saw the follow of the mortgage industry. There were just like thousands of layoffs. And so I think you'll see that market start to come back because the, the, the people that bought houses at these increased interest rates, you know, and you're talking six, six and a half, seven, seven and a half. Um, it's, it, um, they're going to refinance and, and get out of those large mortgages. And so they can't do it immediately. And that's why we're going to see a little bit of a lag. And that's why I think it'll be next spring to where you'll start to see that refinance market really pick up and people will get out of these, uh, uh seven, seven and a half percent, um, mortgage interest rates and, uh, um, uh, get a little bit more palatable, palatable, right. um, palpable, um, uh, monthly payment, uh, for themselves. Well, and here's an interesting thing. So down here in Florida, and, and we had talked about this maybe a week or two ago that the rates can be different, um, in, in different locations throughout the country to today, as far as the 30 year fixed, we are straight on with the same as the Northland 5.875. Um, I've got, um, the FHA mortgage rate down here is 6.75, which seems to be a little bit, um, high and a lot of people maybe not going to use that. And then I've got a VA of, um, of 6.125. Yeah. Our VA for the 30 year VA up here is the same 6.125. Right. So it's interesting what, but, but some of the other things, remember Jim, there's other mortgage products. Like right. that's, we talk about these 30 year fixed, but there's the 20 year fixed rate is at 5.375 for conventional. And the 15 year fixed rate uh, for conventional is at 5.25. So if you want to get a little bit better interest rate, maybe you've got some cash sitting around, you can, you know, afford a, a good down payment. I mean, there are some better rates uh, for these shorter terms. I remember, uh, Debbie and I, my wife and I bought, bought a house, um, couple of different times and we just went to a local bank and we got a 10-year fixed rate um on um on a mortgage and at the time that rate was quite healthy um it was a it was a great rate and and i see and now there's no difference really between the 10-year and the 15-year um there used to be another big cutoff for 10 but i i don't see it that way anymore um, and then, of course, you know, if you're not going to be there for um, for a long time, you can always get, you know, a, a rate that is, uh, you know, a term that's a lot less and, you know, it's an adjustable rate product. But if you don't need to uh, have the fixed rate for a long time or you're, or you're not worried about the future, um, you know, you can get better rates then. Yeah, no question about it. So interest rates certainly continue to be a story in our marketplace locally and nationally and uh, uh but they've certainly eased and that's certainly a good thing right so gary the biggest story down here in florida is still the hurricane um in real estate and the and the reason is is these claims are so uh slow to be fixed you know i mean it's 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 you can't you can't get all the supplies you know in order to like replace a roof and uh we can't we can't resell a property basically 
until the repairs have been made because the insurance companies won't issue a new policy without the old claim being satisfied. So that has put a wild monkey wrench into the real estate market down here. Um, just kind of the un unforeseen results of a, of a major catastrophic storm um, that's still hitting us months and months later. Um, uh, well, I don't know. How are we doing on time, Jim? Um, we probably should break right here and then. We can come back and talk about this then. So, folks, you're tuned into the Twin Ports Real Estate Show, and we'll be right back. Hey, welcome back to the Twin Ports Real Estate Show. Uh, Mr. Callagher, before we get started, I'm going to give up my phone number here, and then you can do the same. Folks, if you want to reach me in Florida, my number is 218-348-7653. And Mr. Callagher, please give out your digits. Up here in the Twin Ports, uh, 218-390-0615, licensed in both Minnesota and Wisconsin. There we go. So as I was saying before the last break, you know, it's 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 difficult up here for, for a lot of homeowners to sell their property if they want to um, and to complete the sale because if they have a pending claim, you can't get new insurance. Uh, if you can't get new insurance, you not only can't get a new mortgage, but most people, if they're even paying cash, do not want to buy a property where they can't get insurance. So it's delaying these closings out past the repair date. So it's a it's an interesting problem to have and to witness. Um, I do see a lot of a lot of new roofing projects being started all over the place, um, but there's a lot more that have to be done, and there's a lot more um, insurance claim damage down here from Hurricane Ian that still yet has yet to be completed, and it certainly is putting a ripple in our industry down here. Well. Listen, that is, um, <laughs> it's hard for us to comprehend some of this stuff up here, right. you know, have to deal with this, but, um, I, I, the fact that you can't sell your home with a, with a, with a pending insurance claim on it, I think we've, um, uh, you know, like I said, we, we don't know, but I do, I will recall one instance where my daughter, and we talked about this, uh, a number of years ago, she used to live in Las Vegas. In Las Vegas, you know, they built all these yeah. these uh, um, fast track housing. You know, they they put these communities up and they built these connected townhome type situations. And uh, they had a home, and they when they went to sell it, they uh, they got into the closing, into the pending process, maybe two weeks before closing, and this uh, pending litigation issue came up on the title. And they, um, uh, it was for the, um, uh, the, the community, the gated community was suing the developer of, of, uh, that community because of defective workmanship. On, well, we've had, yeah, we on, have the same, there's a, there's a development like that in Fort Myers. Same well, they couldn't sell the house or the people backed out yep. of it. I mean, and so, so, you know, you deal with these, it's, it's a little bit different with an insurance claim. But the fact remains is these become a, somewhat of a, a, a cloud on the title. And uh, depending on the scope, like in your situation, to where the amount of work that needs to be done, what has to be done, all those types of things, the fact that you can't, that the insurance in industry will not issue um, a new binder for policy. I mean, that's uh, that's yeah. got to be frustrating. 
Yeah, it, it's very frustrating for a lot of folks. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, we have a lot of people down here that would love to sell their house. We have a lot of people down here that would, um, <coughs> they would take over the insurance claim if they could. You know, as you can imagine, I mean, if you've got if you've got adequate coverage, you know the whole scope of the repairs, you know how the scope of, of, of everything that needs to be done. I think a lot of buyers would be comfortable with it. You know, if they could, you know, quote unquote, take it over and and um, and and move on with life. The problem is, is that the, the new insurance company is not going to accept the damaged home uh, no matter what. Uh, so that's that's the big issue. The other issue that we're running into is that, you know, in the aftermath of, a, of one of the biggest hurricanes in United States history, um, insurance companies are jittery. Um, if they have a if they have a policy on a house that was damaged severely by the by the hurricane, um, they probably don't want to sit on that risk anymore. They, a lot of times they like to move on um, to different properties. So, you know, and, and we have we have insurance companies down here that are that are wanting to get out of the state. We've had many that have left the state. Um, so it's uh, it, it's a big deal. And one of the biggest insurers in the state of Florida is a insurance company called Citizens, Gary. And do you know who owns that insurance company? Not Bob Richards. We, the state of Florida. Um, the state of Florida was forced into uh, the insurance on their own. I, I'm not sure how it's set up, but this is the this is the insurance company that's backed by the state of Florida. Many of my neighbors um, have this insurance company. Um, you know, it's called Citizens Insurance of Florida, and uh, it's it's um, it's probably the biggest insurer in the state right now because so many companies have chosen. To, to leave the state uh, in terms of homeowners coverage. So I, I think, and I don't know what your thoughts are, but with, with, with these major disasters that seem to be happening more and more um, um, throughout the United States, uh, you know, insurance rates down here in Florida are going to go up quite a bit. That's what they're saying. And I think that insurance and insurance coverage is going to get harder and harder no matter where you live, because I think we sort of all absorb some of these losses um, with our premiums. And it's sad. Uh, insurance used to be a very, it was a very essential part of a, of a home purchase. But typically it was not that expensive of a part of, the, um, of a real estate sale. Um, Gary, what are your comments on that? Yeah, no question about it. I think that those are those are really good points. I mean, the uh, the uh, homeowners insurance again, it is essential when it comes to uh, buying a house, especially if you're use you're getting a mortgage. You have to have it. Um, and, and the fact that you could get reasonable rates, uh, you know, back in the day versus you know today, uh, it, it's uh, it's becoming just one of those costs that you have to calculate into, uh, you know, when you, when you make a home purchase, because it's a significant portion of it. And, you know, uh, if you don't have it, you're, there's always that worry and who wants to live like that. It's nice to have insurance and have that little bit of peace of mind that, Hey, if something does happen, I'm covered. But uh, also with insurances, Jim, and I don't think a lot of people realize this, 
you don't you should have an understanding of your policy because uh you know there can you can get coverage but do you know what it covers and there are right. times when people get coverages like and i'll say for like water damage in a house i think that that's probably one of the biggest uh issues that i've seen is people aren't covered for water damage and they thought they were or, or something on, on of that nature and so i think understanding your policy and making sure that you have uh, good coverage uh, on on your property, I think, is a very important part of it as well. Understanding what it is that you're you're getting with that insurance policy. Well, and what what people didn't have down here um, a, a, a lot of the time, which after the hurricane came, they wish they would have is flood insurance. So yes. there were areas of um, Fort Myers, for example where they had severe flooding due to storm surge and the hurricane hitting at, you know, different tides, a high tide, for example. Um, and I mean, the hurricane literally would, uh, it literally emptied Tampa Bay, for example, and, which is far north, but it literally emptied it. And, it, and it, one of the things called Peace Harbor down here, and then also there's the Calasahuche River. Try to spell that one, Gary. Um, and... You know, these places, when the hurricane comes in, it sucks the water out into the ocean. And then once the revolutions turn to the other way, it throws it all back in and then some. Um, and it's amazing, you know, how how um, fast this raging, rushing water is. And so what it did is it came in and it hit many parts of, uh, of Fort Myers. This, I'm just talking about Fort Myers only. It hit a lot of other places like that. But as a, a raging river coming up, and they weren't even in a flood zone, you know, or they were very they were very close, and a lot of these people didn't have it, and so the argument here with the insurance companies is: Did the hurricane damage come first, or did the flood damage come first? Now, can you imagine trying to uh, have that argument with your insurance company that no, the hurricane damaged my house before the flood came? Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, the way that 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 can work, and uh, yeah. we certainly deal with the flood insurance up here as well. I mean, you have parts of the St. Louis River out west, parts right. of Park Point. You know, if they're they're you know the what we call the FEMA maps uh, have uh, they categorize you know the the elevations and the water levels, and uh, uh, I've had situations on Park Point where you know we've had to get a survey or what they call an elevation. Um, maps showing that it is above uh, you right. know, so many feet above the uh, uh, the uh, sea level, you know, and I think Duluth sits 602 feet above sea level, something like that. And so, uh, you know, but the St. Louis River area is certainly, uh, uh, you, you know, prone to having to have flood insurance out there as well as a lot of the other river areas in, uh, up in this community. So, um Flood insurance, when you're in those types of properties, to me, is essential to have it. It's not cheap, but um, it's well worth it if, if, if you need it. Well, yeah, it, you know, the thousands of dollars a year that it costs, um, once you've had the damage, um, certainly seem cheap, you know. So that's the other way that, you know, we're, we're kind of paying because FEMA will help these people out a lot uh, with a lot of money. And so it's sort of insurance for them, but, you know, that, of course, comes out of, out of everybody's pocket overall, but anyway, enough of uh, enough of the Florida problems in real estate. Um, Jim, yes. Speaking of weather, speaking of weather, yes, you got some snow. 
<laughs> and Twin Forks uh, underwent a big uh, uh, event this week, and, and uh, it was quite the event. If uh, uh, when it comes to snow, and one of the uh, uh, one of the, the the hardest things to deal with, in my opinion, up here, is the snow events like we've had had this week. And this is this wet, heavy, rainy, right, snow. This is very, very difficult to deal with. And when it comes to, uh, you know, houses, uh, I think this puts an incredible amount of stress on on housing and on the people. And you know, we're we're dealing with situations up here, and 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 what happened up here is a really kind of a unique event this week where. Up over the hill, as you go up towards the mall, it's mass amount of snow. It's incredible, twenty-two plus inches. Yeah, I read that. Uh, And I think it's going to be more than that by the time it's all said and done. But below the hill, down by the lake, certainly got the the snow, but it's the rain snow mix. Um, But the biggest issue to me is is having to shovel out of this stuff. And when you have a property and your driveways get shoveled in, you know, a lot of our houses are on these. Uh, roadways and you go and you shovel your driveway and the plows come and they plow it all back in and once they plow it in again it's even heavier and uh, uh, your sidewalks your your steps to your house you know uh, you know what whatever you have I mean this is a very difficult stuff and and uh, having you know just you it's a great exercise but if you're not in good shape or if you're elderly and you can't get around this is very difficult so trying to help out your neighbors that that can't uh uh you know fend for themselves in this type of stuff i think it's really important and uh uh uh, you know having to get through stuff like this and then what happens is after this snow event is all done then we get all this cold weather and once if you're not cleared out and shoveled out it turns to concrete (coughs) it's concrete snow so yeah it's impossible it, it is, but it puts a lot of stress on our houses. And and remember, and, and you've brought this point up before, when we get this snow that piles up like that, especially this heavy snow, and with these new furnaces that we have, the ones that are side vented out the yeah, house, right? you have to be careful that these your, your exhaust vents on these high-efficiency furnaces don't get covered by snow because that could be a catastrophic issue. Well, what will happen, because it happened to me a couple of different times, um, we used to have a property where the, the snow would whip, would whip around and would end up right on those <clears throat> vents. It was a, it was a little rental property that we had and twice, uh, it covered up the vent enough where the, where the furnace just stopped operating until it was clear. If it can't draw that fresh air adequately, or if the exhaust is backing back up into the furnace, there is electronics to, to let it read that, and it will shut the furnace down. So, yeah, if, if your furnace stops working, um, if you want to save yourself some money, because I didn't, I called, the, I called the, I'm like, the furnace is out, get somebody over there, and, and in two minutes they had it cleared. Um, and the fire and the, and the furnace was fired back up again. So, yeah, you got it. You definitely have to be careful about that. Well, just another thing for us to deal with up here. And then the other thing, Jim, that, that goes with these types of events is the real estate community. It just really comes to a standstill. And, you know, we're in kind of a, a, a big slowdown mode right now up here. you got the holidays that are coming up. But this really puts a big stop to it. 
And uh, yeah. just watching the market over the last couple of days, there's been just like basically nothing coming on the market. You know, it's 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 too difficult for you. This is if you're going to list your house and you want to sell it. Remember, when you put it on the market, you get one time for it to be new, and 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 putting it on the market when we have these events people just aren't looking at the market because they're all dealing with the stuff they have to deal with. And so you kind of lose that, that initial uh, marketing, uh, you know, push that you, you you typically get. And so if you're planning on putting your house on the market, just wait till we get through this and then get it on the market. So you don't have to, so you get maximum exposure right away. That's kind of what you're looking for. All right, Gary, we got to pause right there. But before we do, why don't you uh, give out your phone number? Up here in Twin Ports, I'm at 218-390-0615. And down here in Florida, you can reach me at 218-348-7653. we got to take a short pause here, folks. Hang in there. We'll be back. Hey, welcome back to the Twin Ports Real Estate Show. Jim Ronding and Gary Callagher here from Remax. All right, um, Mr. Callagher, you know what was the big theme in my house in winter when I was old enough to shovel from my father? How much you got paid? No. Oh, we didn't get paid. It was our, <laughs> my brother and my sisters. It was our responsibility to shovel. And the the the, um, the repeated the repeated instruction was down to the cement, down to the <laughs> cement. I don't care if people have been walking on it. You chip away at it until it's down to the cement. I don't care if the neighbors don't shovel like that. Ours is down to the cement. I'm not going to come home and slip and fall and break my elbow after I've worked all day long. Blah blah blah. Yes, Dad, we'll get it down to the cement. And we did, by gosh, or we'd go back out there after we got home. Well, I can respect that. I think that that's yeah. a real good uh Well, guess uh, guess what? We all do it that way have. to this day. I mean, well, I don't anymore because I'm in Florida, but I would I would go down to the cement all the time because, yeah, you, you're right. He's right. You, you have the, the pact. Eventually, it turns into ice like you were talking about. Um, that wet, heavy snow, you've got to get rid of it before it turns into immovable ice. And eventually, when the temperature goes low enough, it's going to. And good luck, because chipping it, chipping it away is a lot harder than, than, than uh, getting rid of it but when it's wet. Jim, a couple of notes here for uh, our listeners is you and I are going to be doing, we'll have a uh, Christmas Eve Day show. Yeah. The Twin Ports Real Estate Show will be on Christmas Eve Day, and... Uh, Jim's going to be singing Christmas carols for everybody. Yeah, and Gary's going to buy me a big Christmas present. How's that? So, uh, and then the all, other all is... you have to do is ask me. I'll sing every day, Gary. Every day that ends in Y. It's like golf. For you folks that don't know Jim, he's got a pretty good voice. He's well, uh, thanks. Uh, he's um, he's quite the singer if he wants to be, and so uh, maybe he can sing Jingle Bells or something for us. Who yeah. knows? But we'll be on the on the twenty third, which is Christmas. Um, on the 24th which is christmas eve day and uh uh bring you all of our real estate yeah. christmas news i'd probably have to have a listening. few hot toddies uh with uh with liquor <laughs> in them in order to start singing but um yeah i mean it can it can then, it can happen also too jim we have podcasts you know people can't listen to us or they want to listen to us on their own time you know if you go to kdl610.com our podcasts are posted there uh 
weekly. And so uh, if uh, you're into podcasts and you want to listen to some real estate stuff, we have that as well. So uh, uh, there you go. Yeah. Jim, there was an article that we talked about a little bit earlier uh, posted on Housing Wire, which is a great site uh, for real estate news. Yeah, it is. And it talked about one of the predictions that we have coming up and that the existing home sales uh, will drop, and this is nationally, to 4.78 million in 2023. And when I read that type of stuff and I read a heading like that, I mean, I'm looking at it and saying, well, well, how do they know it's going to be 4.78 million? I mean, where, where, what metrics are they using? Where are they getting that information? And so I think it's just a, a, a guideline that, that they have based on all the data that they have obviously I think is what, is what they look at, but this is a really interesting article. And, and it was, uh, uh, Lawrence Yoon, which is the chief economist for national association of realtors, Jim, he was kind of the person that was interviewed on this. And, uh, uh, he, he basically said that, uh, they predict that there will be a, a, a 4.78 million existing home sales in 2023, which is down 6.8% from the 5.3, uh, 5.13 million existing home sales, expected to close this year 2022 now if we know our numbers when it comes to existing home sales we peaked out over six million in home sales jim in the mid 2000s i think we're at just at six point million in 2019 2020 right in there right uh you know so we've sold this is a significant drop when they when they look at what we've been through recently um and down from what we sold this year so that right represents this drop represents a 60 percent year-over-year drop uh decrease in the lowest number of existing home sales since 2014 wow okay so um we're going to see a, a bit of a slowdown nationally now one of the other things that he went on to say is a couple things first of all new home sales are holding up better than existing home sales and they believe one of the main reasons for that is during the foreclosure era, new housing starts were non-existent. It, they didn't happen. And so he believed that they've never fully recovered from that. And that, so you're seeing a stability in the new home um, real estate market compared to existing home sales. Um, they also expect the national, um, uh, the median home price to remain relatively flat, um, but they don't think it's going to drop significantly. And the reason for that is because of the low inventory levels. And one of the things that they pointed out here is when you look back at the uh, uh, the foreclosure market that we dealt with, you know, you were dealing with a market gym that had um, uh, roughly uh, in in the neighborhood of I, th I think the number that they quoted was uh, four million homes uh, on the market, right. and uh, we just don't have that anymore. And so you can't when you have those types of of uh, uh, numbers. I think that you're going to just have less um, to choose from. Therefore, you're going to raise the prices are going to remain stable. You know, they're not going to go up at the record uh, prices increases that we had become accustomed to the last couple of years, but they're certainly not going to decrease and we're not going to lose this market and we're not going to go into a recessionary time, Jim, like we had in the, in the, in the mid-2000s. And so I think that those are encouraging signs 
uh, when we talk about, you know, the housing economy nationally, as well as locally here. Um, uh, and, and the other thing that he, he goes on to say here, Jim, is that we're done with 3% mortgage interest rates. We're not going to see him again. You know? Yeah, I believe and so, that. Well, we're, we're just not. And, and you, you have to remember, the government was subsidizing uh, this industry. They were buying mortgage-backed securities, and that's why we had these historically low interest rates. And they did that uh, as we got out of the uh, housing recession just through earlier this year. So we're not going to go back to those types of rates. However, if we stabilize in the mid-fives on the conventional uh, mortgage interest rates, they think that that's, that's positive, that that's a good sign. And so... Um, uh, they're 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 still bullish on the real estate how, existing home sales market. However, they think it's going to be less, and they think that some markets are going to be hit harder than others. And notably in California, they think that California is probably going to take some of the bigger hits when it comes to price drops and activity uh, unit sales. Uh, you know, and some of the bigger markets that they're going to see that are still going to be active are in some of the southern states, some of the southeast. Uh, coastline states are going to be healthy, um, and uh, they they actually think that land on metro area is going to see some of the biggest growth. And uh, wow. Austin, Texas, has certainly been a big, um, you know, a big market for the real estate um, activity over the last couple wow. of years. Well, and I, you know, I've got um, our our multiple listing service system covers probably about mm, I would say about a fourth of the state of Florida and it goes all up and down the Gulf Coast here. And some of the stats for overall, I mean, I can look up my own little market here, but it would take a minute, but this is, so this is stats from, um, um, from Fort Myers all the way up through and past Tampa, which is probably about a 200 mile stretch and then inland a little bit. Um, the average sale price here is down 3%. Okay. But that's gonna that's gonna that's gonna probably go a little bit lower. Um, the the number of listings sold year over year is down 19 percent. So that is a big 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 number, and the average days on market is uh, is up 17 percent. So I mean we're looking at an adjustment down here, um, and 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 I think it's kind of a uh, I mean and I think if you add in the hurricane issue that that adds a lot. But I, I do believe that these numbers would probably be somewhat less, but probably not a lot, you know, because the hurricane didn't affect everything. So um, it, it's just uh, it's a it's a little bit of a reset that I think, um, you know, was expected. Jim, one of the other uh, things we got that two he minutes mentioned here. here. OK, uh, they mentioned that the uh, uh, there are going to be some home borrowers that are going to have underwater they're going to be underwater their mortgages because they bought at these historically high prices over the last couple of years uh but th that the uh, anticipates that the foreclosure rates are going to remain at historically low levels uh that we're not just not simply going to see that type of a of a market increase uh because uh back in in the housing recession what we went through you know you got to remember there were upwards of 8 million job losses and people right. just lost their jobs like mad. We don't have that today. You know, people are still working. Uh, they're, 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 they still have income going on. And so well, employment's uh, pretty good. Well, yeah. And so, so those things are going to continue to stabilize the market. However, we're going to go through a rocky period here of adjusting this market that we've been through 
where it's just been runaway price increases. And, and I don't think that's a bad thing. I think having some stability in the market is, is really a healthy, it, it makes for a much healthier market. Yeah, true that. And, and I, I think the big, the big difference might be, um, you know, increases in, um, in housing and then also increases in rental prices. That's, that's hurting people a little bit. Um, if you're in that situation, it's probably hurting you a lot. But, um, you know, they, they constantly have articles about people not being able to find affordable housing down here. And it's a real issue. Um, so but other than that, I think the, the real estate market is we're not going to have a big recession. Like you were saying, we're not going to in real estate. We're not going to have, you know, the, the times that we had way back in the day of the big recession. So. All right, Gary, listen, we're at our break here. Why don't you give out your phone number one more time? Up here in the Twin Ports, I'm at 218-390-0615. And down here in beautiful Punta Gorda, Florida, I'm at 218-348-7653. And we will be right back to wrap it all up. Hang in. Hey, welcome back to the Twin Ports Real Estate Show. Jim Rond and Gary Gallagher here every Saturday that we can be. Um, we are interrupted by sports only, it seems, but that's fine with us. Mr. Gallagher, um, you know, congratulations on your big snowstorm. We were supposed to be up there. Um, I saw that weather, and we canceled our plans. So um, maybe I'll see you in a month. But well, that sounds good. Yeah, let's talk about tiny homes in Duluth because apparently they're they're appearing. <laughs> well, I don't know if you saw the news I did. article earlier this week. You know, but but they had this article, and uh, but they've been talking about this tiny home construction up here for. For a little bit anyways and uh um but they have uh they've started to construct these things and uh <laughs> I, I i don't mean to be laughing but i think this is a little bit humorous and and the one uh example that they have here is they showed this house uh in the Duluthius hillside neighborhood and i'm looking at this thing saying i don't get this one at all and in the proximity of this house and I, and I wanted to go drive by this place but i didn't because of the storm here but i will get by and look at this thing but this thing sits right next to one of the neighboring houses and i gotta tell you something if i'm that neighbor in that house i'm not a happy camper no and because and the houses on either is, side of it are are big traditionals i mean you know they're 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 classic twin port houses I, I would be just a really upset homeowner because when you talk about appreciating values and and pricing of your home and what we deal with Jim in when you when you're pricing a home is we look at similar like properties and when you've got a dissimilar type property located next to yours and this could be something where you maybe you've got like a, a, a blighted house it affects the value of your house there's no question about it and so looking at this thing saying this does not conform this is not one of these things is not like the other yeah <laughs> when you look at this thing this is the old uh, sesame street you know uh, right. line and 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 this is a 175 square foot housing and i'm thinking to myself who's gonna live there right who's gonna live there and what they're saying is they're trying to cater to um, these these freelance nurses that go around from town to town, and they, you know, they they're kind of like uh, independent contracting nurses, where you know that, and there's certainly a need for that, and you know I agree, but but boy, oh boy, this thing really looks out of place there. Well, and uh, on a day like today, too, maybe these young people come with shovel, Gary, so they'll they'll help bail out the neighbors from the big storm. 
Well, well, not if they're working. I mean, those <laughs> those independent right. contractor nurses, they put in a lot of time. I bet they They've, do. Uh, so interesting. We'll continue to follow this, but I think this is something to where I would be, like I said, if I was a neighbor and they put this up, I, I wouldn't be too happy. Well, you know, if uh, the the tiny homes, you don't see them down here. And after the hurricane, I, I can see why. Um they would they it seems to me they would become a loft quite quickly um and uh you know it, one thing hurricanes do that that corrects is 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 they they seem to get rid of the the the, the structures that aren't completely firmly attached to everything so i don't know how they'd go up here but or down here but yeah it's an interesting thing um i remember seeing my first tiny home must have been 10 or 12 years ago at the um at the home show at the deck you know so very interesting situation all right mr Callagher, we have one more time to give out your phone number 218-390-0615 and my number down here is 218-348-7653 we'll be back on christmas eve to wish you all a merry christmas all right thanks for tuning in to the twin ports real estate show